Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl, once again brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. It's fucking good stuff. Use duty-free as the checkout code when you're at heapsnormal.com for free shipping around Australia. And, uh, Heggy, I'll tell you what, mate, my son turned three the other day. Mm. Fuck, he put he put away half a slab, I reckon. Nice. I said you're old enough now, mate. Yeah, yes, I am. Never too young. <laughs> should come. They should make it come from the teat at some stage. It'll be just fine. <laughs> well, my wife's trying. It's all, it's all she's drank since our other son was born, so I assume it is coming off tap for the young one at the minute. It's bloody nice. good. Get it in you. Drink non-alcoholic beer responsibly. I gave a four-pack to a mate who's a bricky, mm. and he didn't bash me. So wow, have that. <laughs> mm. In fact, the he big, quite enjoyed it. The biggest test of all. I'm looking forward yes. to, um, well, hopefully I am in Victoria, so who knows? Hopefully I can see my mum by 2025, but Halloween is rolling around soon. Yeah. And uh, normally I wouldn't take part in it. Um, I'm not a child, and I eat all the chocolate in my house, but... I'm very excited. I've got a few slabs of heaps normal near the door, just ready to pop in those lucky kids' bags. Well, that's that's where we are as a society. Like a non-alcoholic beer used to be a trick. Now it's a fucking treat, <laughs> thanks to Heaps Normal. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com, use duty-free at checkout. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the <laughs> 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 I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's how's it going, father of a three-year-old? Mate, living the absolute dream. He hasn't been in daycare for a month. Nothing's open. Mm. Fucking yuckaroo. It's good to be here talking to you. Yeah. Uh, your background this week, I'm not sure what it is. It looks like quite a fancy jet. Are you on a jet? Oh, yeah. I am on none other than the Lolita Express <laughs> this week. Uh, very comfortable. Red velvet. <laughs> Put a towel down under myself, obviously. <laughs> Red velvet on the Lolita Express. That is leather seats on that. Yeah. Please. <laughs> oh, something you can wipe down at least. What mm. what um what happened to the Lolita Express do you have? Like who someone must have it now. What do you think it's in a museum? <laughs> what the airspace museum in New York down at Chelsea Pier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's got it? I wonder if it's a maybe it'll be at the next air show, the big you know the big Melbourne air show, normally around Easter time, where you tune in to watch somebody fucking think they're the Red Baron just smash into the Grampians. 
because the plane's not meant to be going for that long. Oh, you think the low liter express would be capable of of going upside down through hoops and shit? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just an air show. People turn up to spill your bucks fizz. <laughs> but they, it's that it's that weird mix of the air force going, "Here's the fucking sickest plane you'll ever see." Yeah, and then yeah. just somebody going, "I built this myself in the shed." And for those ones, yeah, I'd prefer to just watch the news for the old highlights. Oh yeah. <laughs> End of the news. Dog on a surfboard or a fucking disaster? It's probably a dog flying one. Nothing like in who, between. What, what was that cartoon? Remember Dastard? <laughs> you know, that little that little wheezy dog oh, always yeah. getting around. <laughs> He'll probably uh, have a go. Wacky races. Yeah, wacky races. Yeah, you could have a go. Um, mate, I've been up to nothing. I it, Yeah, it was my son's third birthday the other day. He had a bunch of gifts. One had rolled over from Christmas because, uh, sorry, Christmas because mm. uh he he got he got a lot of stuff and um I don't like I don't know it's weird when you see kids getting overwhelmed with you know when they get a few gifts and they then they're just opening them and putting them oh, to yeah. the side it's like oh fuck Luch yeah hold, next hold back on these ones hold back so he held a bunch back and one was uh, is in the other room so hopefully he can't hear me but uh it was a toy kitchen yeah and I thought well I'll put that together night before his birthday. Had a few, uh, had a few drinks, and it's about quarter past nine. I opened this thing up. Over a hundred components, oh. uh, thirty-six steps. The first step of which took me fifteen minutes. Just step one, and I thought, Did you have to go and borrow a drill? No, nah, I have all that stuff. Didn't didn't need a drill, but it's very finicky little, you know. Oh, good for you. Open up a bag of screws, and now they're all over the floor. Fucking tiny, yeah. With my shaky hands, like kids manufacture the stuff. Kids are probably meant to build it. You know, I've got big hands and they're shaky. No good. Yeah. So uh, it's back in the box. So potentially it's <laughs> it's a 1,500-hour job potentially. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those like 5,000-piece jigsaw puzzles. I'll never get it done. Oh, f- disaster. So did you just give him the actual kitchen? But I've, Yeah, there's. it's probably safer for him just to – because after about 20 minutes, I, I wanted to put my head in the toy oven and just fucking yeah. <laughs> write it off. So I've, I've put it all back in the box. And uh, good news, another Christmas is coming soon. So that's a few days by myself, get the family to leave town, and I'll sit there, get it done. I reckon you're not too far. There would be some tradie dads who would have seen a toy kitchen at Aldi or something for 80 bucks and gone, fuck this, I'm getting scraps off the site, <laughs> I'm making one. Real sharp, hook up the gas, whatever. <laughs> Much easier. I think I might just put a fucking a, a little toy house in the backyard, just put a over the Weber. Yeah, there you go. I've seen like a toy drill for a kid and it's more expensive than an Ozito actual drill. <laughs> Mate, I've got an Ozito. Good stuff. Um, it'll last my lifetime because I plan to use it twice. Yeah. Now, the, the, he, he's just got a toy drill out there. His nan just dropped him off some toys. I saw the little toy drill and that's good because I'm, I'm not handy at all so we can both learn together. Yeah, excellent. Well, it's almost as if they're teaching you, isn't it, <laughs> children? Makes you think, doesn't it? Those fucking simpletons who say that. I learned so much from him, do you? Kids are fucking idiots, mate. You must be one. <laughs> I um I assume you're having a great time because I saw your your premier the other day go great news, only eleven hundred cases. So Yeah. Um it's fine. Instead of us getting berated when we have three. Oh, we went to the park on Sunday to run the dog. There's about two square inches left. <laughs> Everything else is covered by picnic. I didn't even see the grass. It's that it was Absolutely rammed. Everyone loves picnics all of a sudden now that that word's been chucked out there. You, I know, you love a picnic. You're always getting around 
You're like my son, the little thing that he takes to the daycare, the little eight-part sushi fucking box. Yeah. That's every every meal of yours is <laughs> charcuterie. Yeah. You're always slicing. That's why you've always got the uh, the Stanley knife on you for your fucking chorizo. Yeah. <laughs> Slice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with picnics. I've always liked them, but now everyone likes them because they got told they're allowed to have them. Yeah. So, you know, think up your own stuff, people. Get back in your fucking houses like you used to like. It is good. There has been a um, sort of a mini Olympics of sorts because there's nothing open but playgrounds are mm. and you're seeing the kids whose parents told them Krispy Kremes at three months was a good idea yeah. and that's all right, just sit in front of the TV, having a hard time on the monkey bars. When Yeah, you know, when my kids have lots of sugar, they go mental because they don't get it that often. Mm. Can you, you can build up resilience to it, I take it. It just cancels itself out like it still knocks in swimmers and stuff. <laughs> You have so much that it's just two negatives. Man, I'm definitely at that point. I used to have a bit about I could eat two blocks of chocolate and go to bed. It's like coffee. I'll have a coffee as a nine-eye with my little, getting me PJs and have a double espresso. Bye. (laughs) Sleep hard. I've always scoffed at people who can't do that. Do you want a coffee? No, it's after 3 p.m. What? Fuck off. Grow up. I don't let drinks dictate how I feel. Um, (laughs) When I can go to bed, I'm not listening to a liquid unless I'm passing out. Drink responsibly. Uh, <laughs> man, all my son wanted to do was make uh, cupcakes for his birthday, but he's the same. He's never had chocolate or anything. He thinks he thought chocolate chips in his mate's muffin were rocks. Yeah, right. So he, um, he wanted to make muffins, ate no muffin, just ate a punnet of blueberries and a punnet of raspberries and has just been shitting since his birthday. So probably should have just had the fucking muffin. Yeah, should have tipped some flour down his throat after those blueberries. <laughs> He can make the muffins himself on the inside. <laughs> Self-bake. Yeah, we better kick on, mate. We've got uh, Let's a pretty do good little incident oh, it's a fun this one. week. Yeah, we're looking at uh, – we made it, by the way, episode 80. So have that. Four score. Love a four score. When did that drop off? Just counting in 20s. Uh, just, ever since old men stopped whistling when they talked, there's no more four score. <laughs> no more. Or maybe they four still whistle. Score. We just don't fucking listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> Chunk them in at home. They're all whistling at each other. Don't have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> just going in there, he go, fuck, the kettle's done. Nah, it's just 150 old yeah. people talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's left the door um, open. There's a breeze coming in. Nah. Aphids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, an absolute staple on MFB, uh, United Airlines, with uh, incidents such as a removal of Dr. David Dow, which in his words is more horrific than a fall of Saigon, Kaching, <laughs> And, um, of course, MFB Hall of Famer, Jared Finneran oh. from episode four. That was United Airlines. Check it out if you haven't already done so. Um, United Airlines also had two planes in the run-on side for 9-11. Never forget. How can we? Um, less of a lead news story, though, is 27-year-old Dana Ghazi Mustafa, a woman from North Carolina. Oh. Again, a hot spot. Wow. Mm. Yeah, again, they are really. Oh, they got it covered. <laughs> we had no idea when we started this. No. We knew there'd be Gold Coast, Bali, the UK, but fuck, that's right, the entire UK. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the Emerald Island would feature. I didn't know Shannon, and I knew America would feature, but I didn't know North Carolina, but here we are, brave new world. You know what happens, I think, with the UK and the Irish and, the, you know, the English, the Irish, the Scots and the Welsh is that they 
why they, there's so many kickoffs on planes is because the plane, you know, gets a cruising altitude, it smashes through the clouds, and they just haven't seen blue in a while. Oh, yeah. And it's sort of no good. <laughs> it's like dogs and fireworks. They just have a bad time. <laughs> Clear yeah, skies. Their minds. Where's the drizzle? Where's that layer of scum on the top of my tea? I don't know what's happening. This is all different. That's why Ryanair probably just want to keep the planes at 8,000 feet. You know, it's going to be more fuel to get through, but uh, cruise at a lower altitude. Don't let them. Does it expend more fuel if you're lower, does it? Yeah. Is that why they're high? Yeah. Why? Because air's thinner and you just go quicker. Just get above all that wind and shit. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know. Just fucking closer to space. Pretty Makes sure. you think, doesn't it? All right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we're looking at uh, this. This is February 22, 2020. Oh. So the world, as we know it, was about to never be the same again almost exactly 20 years after Y2K. You know, with terrorism and it's like 9-11, it, however many people died of terrorism over the years and then 9-11 happens and they're like the most, you know, a certain percentage happened in that day. I've got a feeling that mid-flight brawls, there's going to be the biggest percentage across top will be in the last few years. Oh, for sure. We'll be talking about this when we're old men. Coronavirus era stuff. Well, you are now. When, you know, shit football teams. Yeah. No, but it'll be 30 years from now, it'll be pre coronavirus incident. Not many of them. But it's like black and white footballers. Singapore Airlines. Hall of Fame. <laughs> February 22, 2020, we're about to have yet another fictitious catastrophe at that stage. Um, similar to 9 11 and uh, Y2K. They're um, not dead. They're all on an island somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the island that the Malaysian Airlines thing's on? Oh. Um, there's an island. Specific oh, island? Oh, the name will come to me by the end of this. No, it's a specific island. It's not a specific island. It's uh, it's an Indian Ocean island, I think. Um, United Airlines Flight 933, Frankfurt to Washington Dull Airport, <laughs> Virginia. Eight-hour, 40-minute flight. Classic candidate for a Shannon diversion, but uh, nothing happened until well out over the North Atlantic. How many hours in do you reckon? Oh, I'd like to have a guess. Three, oh, it's the magic number. Yeah, it is. It's the magic number. Somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity, you'll get three. Three? Exact them all. Yes. <laughs> all right. And on a side note, before we receive a terse email or message, it's Diego Garcia. That's where the uh, ah. Malaysian Airlines flight. Didn't even Google during that song. I just remembered no. it. Had a little time in my head, so sucked oh, no. in. Fuck off. I know how you are with computers. You definitely didn't Google it. You went on Alta Vista. Or you asked Jeeves. Well, I'd have to turn all this stuff off to get Google fired up. So, yeah, I didn't. Um, Mustafa, right, Dana, she was she was asked oh, to return sorry. to her seat. Just quickly, a real bit of Queensland came through you then. I, got, I was just bracing for something quite bad. What? Fucking Mustafa. Go, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really hit that first syllable. Yeah, you use some use someone's accent at a restaurant back to a waiter. No, like just no. no, I'm not doing that. 
I no, deliberately I just... go more Queensland for names like this. <laughs> so deep fried ice cream, please. I just skip to the dessert. <laughs> Not getting in trouble again. <laughs> the world world class Chinese desserts that you get. Um, when the smoke detector went off in the toilet, she was she was a clear culprit, and she was asked to get back to her seat and told you're not allowed to smoke. The uh, She said it wasn't me. And they said, well, the cigarette didn't fucking light itself. <laughs> Get back to your goddamn seat. God damn it. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what Americans say. So, oh, it um, depends. She de- it could be that or a gosh darn it. Oh, yeah. If they're yeah. from the, 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 the wheat belt. <laughs> Is the wheat belt the same as the Bible belt? <laughs> same. Anywhere between New York <laughs> and LA, just a belt of some description. <laughs> Man, I always remember the Andrew Dice Clay bit as a kid that <laughs> – his bit about everywhere between New York and LA is a farm. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> You're a fucking farmer. I'm in Chicago. Are you farming? <laughs> so dumb. Um, part of the world. Honest people. Oh, bloody salt of the earth characters. <laughs> she um she did what she was told, Moose Staffer, and uh, proceeded to sit there crying. Um. And I know it's recently been Are You OK Day for another year. Hopefully everyone is okay out there all in this together, thinking of you, Melbourne, big hugs, et cetera. Anyone check on you or you just? I don't know. So a couple of people started with R and then they yeah. got punched. <laughs> so they didn't get to the end of the sentence. Um, received plenty of emergency cutes since you've been banging on about it. Thanks yep. very much, but stop. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, when you see someone crying, right, obviously the usual protocol for anyone with a semblance of empathy is to ask if they're all right. Maybe they need something. And But although sometimes, and this is a grey area, which is becoming a foreign concept to many, that there is not a definitive correct and incorrect way of doing things, but sometimes as soon as you ask when someone's crying, you just fucking regret it immediately. Oh. I've done this and it's, whoa, yeah. <laughs> People used to walk into the shop. That I've worked in bottle shop crying. Oh, you go, no good. What's wrong? As soon as you go, you go, oh, no. fuck, there's an hour gone. Yeah. You're just going to stand there talking. Not my <laughs> thing. Anyway, good to help out. Make sure they're okay. Um, <laughs> Never ask, especially in a bottle shop. That's a. Yeah. I mean, you're curing them anyway. Yeah. Well, if they're crying walking, it's like crying walking into Disneyland. You're in the happiest place on earth, mate. Relax. Well, not from the the, I don't know if anyone, <laughs> if anyone walking into Disneyland, they've they're ill, <laughs> they're ill or their children or both. There's not, I don't know. Well, if they've been a bunch, it's supposed to, to be Di- a happy place, but if they've been a bunch to Disneyland, they might have the big the big Mickey ears on. Mm. If they've been to the bottle or a bunch, just a large red nose. Yes, here is his back. <laughs> Every day is red nose day. <laughs> um, crew asked Dana if she was all right. And she said, and these are the links some, some people will go to when they're embarrassed about their behaviour or more accurately embarrassed about being caught for their behaviour. She said, I've just lost my whole family in a car accident. I'm on my way to the funeral right now, in fact. And like as we all know, a funeral with more than one coffin, even worse than a regular single coffin funeral. But I've um, Never been to one. Never been to a multi-coffin funeral. I thought they'd all be separate. You'd just do them. They do them all together. That's a bit. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of bringing some comfort in that situation is that the pro rata rate oh, yeah. is hopefully considerably less <laughs> than having to pay for multiple funerals on different days. First step in the healing process, I'd think, securing a bargain. 
I've never been to one either, and I don't want to be in one. I don't want to be a part of one. Maybe definitely. Do you, do you still only get one rose though when they put them in the ground, so you have to pick who you like the most? Sort of like the little bottle cap you get at grilled burgers. You got to pick a charity at the end. Yeah. Which one do I put it in? Well, again. Uh, no, nah, Dave. Like you could. Dave was a cunt. He's not getting it. Michelle was all right. You buy 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 a bunch of roses. You'll cover everyone. Just pull them out singly, <laughs> one at a time. Bang. Take the rubber band off. Separate them out. The love. Um, so Dana has announced this terrible news to the crew, Oof. and uh, in response, they've moved her to a more comfortable seat. And uh, that didn't do the job. She's still upset. Obviously, the family tragedy is still quite raw. So she starts punching the TV monitor on the back of the seat and then throws a coin. Don't know what that's for. Not flipping, throwing. Wow. Um, Don't know what that hit. Information is sparse. But then she got up from the better seat and walked to the back of the plane. Out of all the countries that ever coin pegged at you, America's probably... The best. Oh, is it? There's nothing you to know, them. They've got little quarters, penny, what Nickels else? Nickel, dimes. dime. They're all quite small. There's, yeah, they're tiny. There's no fifty. There's no fifty cent piece coming at your fucking scone. No. You'll <laughs> be fine. I reckon the two dollar coin do as well. Probably more damage than a fifty. I reckon on the throwing arm in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the tip of the jaw on the temple. Oh Christ! Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's, she's still upset. So she got up from the better seat, walked to the back of the plane, striking the flint of her lighter all the way down the aisle. Wow. This is when a flight attendant told her to go back to her seat and uh, don't even think about having a smoke. She complied with this, obviously. She's like still what she's told. Ten minutes went past and then she got up again and tried to lock herself in the toilet. And that's when two federal marshals intervened and shoved a toe in the door. So they said, look, you've tried, you've tried to smoke three times by now. By the way, the marshals are like, uh, they've let that go on a bit. There's a few UFC refs that cop a lot of shit because someone gets dropped and then they'll let maybe eight or ten unanswered punches to the head go before they step in and go, he's had enough. Yeah. And these air marshals seem to live by that same code where it's like, hey, the pushing and the punching the darts and the throwing the coin and the punching the screen. Yeah. You're all right. But honestly. You know. You make 17 more mistakes and we will strike. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're humans. They've got to uh, give some leeway to someone who's suffered such a huge family tragedy mm. very recently. I'd let someone punch my TV if they'd had that happen to them, whatever. Um, but she tried to smoke three times by now. Maybe she's one of those ones who only smokes when drinking, like a lot of weak-minded people I've encountered in my life who can't give up totally. Yeah. Looking at one. Cigarettes really take the edge off, don't they? I've, I've, for one, I've seen in smokers who are trying to give up the repulsive habit. I never had it. I've only ever had a drunk dart. Yeah. First mm. step in giving up, from what I've seen, is just giving up buying them. Mm. Becoming a scab is preferable to being a self-sufficient smoker. Hundred. You know, though, uh, you know, we've spoken about on here before. You've got to offer ten or twenty dollars for one. Yeah. Go over the top. Yeah. You will get caught. You'll probably lose out eventually. But uh, someone will call you bluff. All I've got is a crisp $100 note. You don't want that, do you? Nah, just have a cigarette. Yeah, got him. Charming, aren't they? Scabs have to be. Um, so Dana has become combative at this stage when they blocked her from shutting the toilet door and she wouldn't let them put handcuffs on her. Uh, they did it anyway because they're stronger. 
And uh, <laughs> then she kicked one of them in the shins By the repeatedly. Way, but nothing better than a, I'm not fucking going, all right, I am going somewhere. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I saw there was a, the the, um, the lockdown protests or the anti-vet, whatever the fuckheads are up to in Melbourne on the weekend. There's this bloke, the footage is great, arms locked, this big unit with a white T-shirt on, chubby bloke walking towards the cops. You're not going to fucking do shit. And one little bit of uh, capsicum spray yeah. comes at him and it it's real quick. Yeah. He may have topped Usain Bolt's 100-metre time in the other direction. Oh, yeah? Excellent. <laughs> I cha- changed his tune immediately. I've been tear gassed and you've got to get out. You've got to run. There's no, no way you can just hang around there. That was the first thing on SAS Australia this year. They got all the contestants in a room with tear gas, made them answer questions. Yeah, right. How long yeah. do they have to stay in there? I don't know. Maybe 20 seconds or so. Okay. It's incredibly bad for you, breathing that shit in. Oh, yeah. It can't be good. They were fine. Hope, they were covered up. I hope they've signed their waivers. <laughs> um, so she's kicked one of them in the shins repeatedly. You disable someone's default weapons, their fist, they'll immediately switch to option number two. Mm. Uh, number three, spitting, what I reckon. Um, Is that your third? Not my third, but oh. the third, yes. Yeah. Like once your hands are disabled, you're going to kick and then – I'll probably headbutt. Yeah, I was going. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm headbutt one. That's move one. Followed by number one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> grab the ears, bus across the bridge of the nose. Yeah, okay. But if the, if the arms are gone, yeah, you're in a bit more trouble. The legs, I don't trust. I'd tear a hammy trying to kick. I reckon. Yeah, but the bonce is the bonce. Like headbutting without even your arms moving. That's a that's a high risk move. I reckon yeah. you're quite vulnerable. <laughs> Um, she had to sit next to one of them for the rest of the flight and she's calmed right down at this stage for a little while. Um, but then she said she really wanted to punch him in the... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Face. That's just explaining what she wanted to do. I want to punch you in the face. And then she said she was imagining what it would be like to stab him. Ooh. And then and then she said, at volume, I'm going to stab everyone on the plane, then kill myself. I'm Palestinian. That's how we get down. She added, what's the point of living? Makes you think, doesn't it? Fair enough. Annied up there. Yeah. She has had a <laughs> tough time recently. Don't forget. Yeah. So we can forgive a fair bit of that. The what's the point of living section of her argument was due to the FA's finding the half bottle of booze in her carry-on and mm. confiscating it. I was, she said, I was allowed to drink my duty-free bottle of vodka on my previous flight. Oh. That was her complaint about losing the booze. Not like <laughs> I got away with that, more like I got away with it once, I should be able to do it every flight. Duty-free, great word, by the way. Use it on heapsnormal.com, free shipping around Australia. Here he is. Um, <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? 
What do you reckon garden variety Palestinians think of knocking off half a bottle of vodka? Probably frowned upon, I reckon. Yeah, I would think so. Almost as if Americans just like to say they're something else other than just plain old American. <laughs> Irish American. Yeah, I'm Irish. I'm Italian. Been yeah. there? No, nah, don't know anything about it. Um, Imagine the looks you'd get now going around saying, I'm an English Australian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, pride's not for our types. Um She's perpetuated that stereotype, the way some people allude to the violent nature of Gaza Strip humour and, and yet busted the shackles of convention by getting maggot on a half bottle of duty-free vodka. So she's a bit of, a, bit of an enigma, old Dana Mustafa. Um, upon landing, they, they got all the way. Um, she was taken into custody by the female body inspectors. Um, <laughs> 11.30am. Well, did, did they grab the... The true culprit? Alcohol. Yeah, they got it. Mr. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You reckon that's a – if you're not going to – if you confiscate, because people think that stuff all the time, oh, if I was a customs officer and confiscated something, you reckon a half a bottle of duty-free vodka, people having a few shots out the back at the end of the shift? Uh, not that. Not these days. People put their mouth on the oh, thing. Yeah. COVID. Like you're not going to touch it. But, yeah, but Surely got- the vodka kills it. That's what I've been telling everyone. Oh, okay. Um, so with the FBI right 11.30am she was chucked in the clink two days later she was transferred to federal prison sounds quite serious in actual fact much more comfortable Um, from a moral perspective and this is where it gets interesting nearly no one has experience with that level of grief like losing your entire family and and it can manifest itself in unpredictable ways Imagine your, your entire family wiped out in a, in a single accident. No way of knowing how you'd react. But, um, well, you're uh, getting a call. I'm coming to yours for Christmas, if you don't mind. Yeah. Sorry, mate. There's only, only so many seats at my table. You'll have to ask. <laughs> you're not coming. Um, as it happens, though, in the, in the case of Dana Mustafa, the, uh, the whole thing was a lie. What? So turned out no one was dead. Oh, Jesus. So to anyone who's already turned off this episode due to what they perceive as us making light of a multiple coffin funeral, sucked in, didn't even happen, grow uh-huh. up. That's why you've got to wait to the end. Mm. Yes. So that does make you think. So just to, imagine, like, to just kill off your whole family in a car because you want a cigarette. Some may say that that's a desperate move and Big Tobacco have a lot to answer for here. Um, there is a, there's such a big gap between I'm sorry and everyone I know and love died. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's it's amazing. Like some, just to go to those links, not her fault. Absolute vodka's to blame as well, which has always been to me a cleverly marketed, low quality drink that has become a staple for bars and duty free shops the world over. Absolute sucks. Um, you know, it's probably top shelf though at our favourite drinking holes. Clocks, welcome stranger. Oh yeah. It would be. I'd be surprised if it's not on the top shelf, if not in a special room that you've got to ask for. I love when you see a top shelf that's got like Frangelico, Absolute Vodka, Stone's Ginger Beer. Yeah, well, nice. What What do you want up there? Gold Schlager, one with the gold leaf in it, and a few other fancy milk-based ones, Amarula Cream perhaps. Um, imagine cruising through the duty-free, though, somewhere most of us not in every day. And your eyes just light up. Sorry, what? sorry, just quickly. Please tell me you sold none of those 
at your bottle shop in Queensland. No cream-based. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Bailey's a flagship, but of course more popular, Kilkenny Cream and uh, Erin Cream and What's Father Kil- O'Leary's Irish Cream. Just poor man's <laughs> Bailey's. Oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't mind a tipple of uh, milk, coffee's flavoured <laughs> alcohol, Father O'Leary. That's what that's what we should get on um, like a sponsorship deal for Midflight Brawl, like our own collab. Because now it's like The Rock's got a tequila and you know Conor McGregor's got a whiskey and Matthew McConaughey's got a drink. They've all, Ryan Reynolds has one. They've all got these, but it's normally whiskey, tequila. We should get an Irish cream. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> You can make it. You just make <laughs> yeah. it at home. What is it? Fucking hell. Do you buy anything it's, from the um, shops or are you concocting everything in a fucking cauldron? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason businesses exist. <laughs> well, when I was about 20, we actually made some. It's, it's a whiskey-based drink. Oh, whiskey is it? And, yeah, cream, coffee, whatever. Well, it's different ways of doing it. But, yeah, it tastes just like Bailey's when you make it. Fucking nauseating. <laughs> um, or for young fella. Good entry-level drink for the young players wanting to get into drinking. Mate, I, I had a bottle once at a Christmas party for um, when I worked at a law firm in the mailroom and at that Christmas party I got asked to leave a bar because um, the, have I spoken about this before? There was a table of models, like actual no actual models. And one of their friends at the bar, I was blind, and she said, would you sing our friend, this is like 2008, just out of nowhere, would you sing our friend happy birthday with no shirt on? I was like, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, right. Took my shirt off. Surprised and, um, I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> she could have just said, you know what to do, and I would have t- taken off my kit. Yeah. So I took my shirt off, saying happy birthday. I don't think they've ever seen a rig of this low quality. They couldn't – I don't think the models could understand what was even happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's the abs? What? <laughs> What's going on with this bloke? Got removed, um, drank a bottle of Bailey's and then fell asleep on the train. Woke up in at Sandringham Station. All oh, right, is Sandringham end of the line? End of the line, but it was one of those. I was living in Paran at the time. It was three stops. So it was like Richmond, South Yarra, Paran. And at Richmond at four in the morning, I'm holding, or five in the morning, I'm holding my eyes open, like, come on. Oh, yeah. And in between South Yarra and Paran, I thought, I don't have to hold them open anymore. I'm a big boy. Got this. Yeah. <laughs> Done that exact thing. It's like concussion. <laughs> You've got to stay awake <laughs> for those few stations. <laughs> Much like the coffee, I'm not letting this bottle of Bailey's dictate when I sleep. Yeah, absolutely. You can beat it. I've thought that too and woken up at fucking Ipswich more than once. Um, nothing, nothing worse. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, yeah, gross. But absolute though, that's a – I mean, imagine, imagine seeing a slightly cheaper price tag in duty-free on a substandard drink. Just spend the extra tenner. Get yourself a nice one. You can remember the quality. Well, well after you've forgotten drinking the extra ten bucks worth. It's um. Either way, I had a I had a bit of a squeeze at the price tags of the vodka brands available at Frankfurt Duty Free. Mm. Um, setting aside that Absolute is clearly a gateway drink for children, hence the variety of flavours available, such as mango and passion fruit. There's um. Oh, there's a current one too. Current. There's a current vodka. Yeah. On on a rare occasion, someone and we had this in the shop. We had all the Absolutes briefly. Till everyone discovered they're not that popular. Um, someone had asked for a bottle in the shop I worked in. It always get a beg your pardon from me. They'd say, <laughs> I'll have a bottle of absolute current. I go, beg your pardon? And they go, absolute current. Oh, absolute what? Like you'd make them say it a few times. It sounds just like absolute cunt. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, but at, at uh, Frankfurt Airport, you can get a standard one litre absolute on special at the moment for €16.50. Euros 50. Jeez. Generally, €20.50. Euros and 50 cents. But for €15.50, euros 50, you can get a Polish Grasovka, the one with a novelty blade of buffalo grass in it, quite tasty. Or you can get two bottles of Russian standard for the same price as one absolute. What is she doing? Same quality. Idiot. Not Swedish. They all shouldn't go in the freezer. The true sign of shit vodka. Oh, what, blowing the bottle up? Yeah, oh, if it just freezes, it's no good. There wouldn't be any that freeze, would there? Yeah. Or they full of water or something yeah. once it freezes. <laughs> oh, okay. Sweden. Oh, it's absolutes from Sweden. It's, Sweden's always had that air of superiority about their goods and services. Not for me. It's not all spiky sandals and rock set and saunas. Don't fucking think so. Um, anyway, so fabricating a story as Dana did when half a litre in, not the best time to ad lib on your lying. Just with childlike <laughs> abandon, she's gone straight for the everyone's dead. Shoot straight for the stars. Hey, full credit to her though. She didn't She didn't go, sorry guys, I'm drunk. That didn't. It's come out of her mouth and her brain's gone, well, you see what you've done here? You've got to stick with it. Yeah. All right. You're in now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's like when a kid has a fictitious grandfather die and there's too much of a pause from the teacher, so they'll chuck in a grandmother as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I told you, every every year at the, the high school musical, my mum just wrote, sorry, his grandma died. He will not be attending. <laughs> Too many years yeah. in a row, though. They, they keep them. the letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of de facto grandparents in the Cody family tree. Um, <laughs> so... In Dana's case, though, not only were her entire family killed in a car crash, but she added in that it was a drunk driver who'd done it. So throw alcohol under the bus while you're at it, Dana. <laughs> Just trying to make it sound more believable. Yeah, they were killed. Oh, were they? Yeah, drunk driver. Oh, okay. Um, and there was a, it was a massive, massive fireball, which is why I'm sculling this cinnamon whiskey. Yes. <laughs> in their honour. <laughs> And having a cigarette in the toilet, leave me alone. Can't you see I'm grieving? Um, public defender Cadence Mertz, who incidentally is currently representing uh, one Daniel Hale, an army intelligence analyst in the clink for leaking sensitive documents to a journalist regarding drone strikes in indiscriminately wiping out civilians. So I don't know if you've been following that, but fuck, ah. big case for a public defender. What's the lawyer's name? Cadence Mertz. Cadence. M-E-R-T-Z, yeah. Um, Dana said, with Cadence's help, that uh, she had trouble remembering the whole thing. They often do. Must be the altitude. Bad for your memory. Um, <laughs> she got charged with assaulting a federal agent. Oof. Maximum eight years prison for such offences. So, do judge. I need, do I need the dinger? Or has she just cop that one? Nah. Well, that's the maximum. She hasn't got it. That's the yeah. maximum sentence you can get for Oh, this. no, no, no. I mean out of the charges. No charge for the Dari? No, no, no. Oh. Just got charged with kicking. Um, it's when they hate you that they chuck the extra <laughs> stuff on. Yeah. You get 22 charges for one punch. You go, what the fuck? You get, you're getting each of my yeah. knuckles, are you? Hey, Jay walked on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get they chuck other shit in. Dana was quite well liked, obviously. Um, when you got winded by the cops, it sounded like a racial slur coming out. Yeah. We know it wasn't, but we got you for a hate crime. Yeah. Judge um, Judge John C. Blanchard, not the famed 19th century farm labourer turned lawyer, but someone named in his honour, one of many in fact, 
because nostalgia is a staple of the USA upper classes when it comes to naming their children and coercing them into a profession. That's my dog scratching herself, if you're wondering what that is. Mate, it's my baby um, crying. I can't hear yours. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. This particular John C. Blanchard said, look, you look nice. How about instead of eight years, we'll give you nothing. Nothing. Except for restricted travel for a little while. Yeah. So restricted travel, right when COVID came out, was very popular. So essentially oh, yeah. the same punishment as I got for the incident <laughs> and I wasn't even fucking there. Didn't even get to smash a dart in the dunny and punch a cop. Nothing. Got nothing. I don't really like darts, but I would have had one just to see if I could get away with it. Um, lying about a dead family, that's that's f- far worse than having a dart or three. Imagine what everyone present from then on thinks about someone who deserves sympathy for a genuine crisis in their lives. Yeah, sure, dickhead. Heard a woman once lie about this. I don't trust you. Yeah, yeah, it's only half a bottle of vodka. It's like 11 standard drinks. Yeah. Between five and six pints, I may consider karaoke, but I'm definitely not saying everyone died so I can get a better seat, punch a dart where I'm not meant to. Yeah. Well, she did mention that on her previous flight she could drink duty-free, so maybe she's one litre and a half through. Yeah, well, that changes everything. (laughs) Maybe she's got a cream-based drink in the guts and she's mixing her cocktails in there. So she's got the Irish cream followed by the vodka. (laughs) Don't know. Um, So... The um, like sort of doing so much damage with with absolutely no punishment. Even liars now pretty much get the well. What made them lie? <laughs> and the real answer is always to put themselves in a better position. But no, must have been something that wasn't them to make them so fucking selfish. She was sent off to get a, a mental health assessment. Fair enough, and uh, had to fill out a couple of it's not my fault forms, and then <laughs> proceed to forget about the whole thing. <laughs> So I'm told now that league now that leagueies are using it, it's done. Oh yeah, it's finished. Yeah. Once rugby league cops onto anything, it's finished. Um, haircuts included. <laughs> I found um I found Dana Mustafa a surprisingly common name, but not too many in North Carolina. She's um she's on social media where she loves sushi and the concept of a liberated Palestine in equal measure. Um, <laughs> good luck with that in America. She very much enjoys the crossover parlance of gangster slash affirmation, as is currently the rage, offering compliments to her friends via terms like my main bitch and fucking goddess. You know, I love you, baby girl, you fucking slag. That sort of, you know how they do that? Oh, yeah. You fucking stupid bitches. I love yeah. you to death. Fuck you, you fucking moles. I love you. It's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know about it. Do I know it? I just- I just put my son down for a nap with those exact words. <laughs> Have a good sleep, you fucking little bastard. Um, her very own brother is a. Um, she was. Uh, she's very supportive of him, cheering him on at bodybuilding competitions <laughs> and the like. Yeah, I got the audio. Yeah, he's truly. I think he's he's not six three. He's not. Oh. I'm getting short man vibes off this bloke. Yeah. He's 6'3 <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> this is a bit of her cheering at the end now. I've, I've watched the whole video on Instagram, him doing his various poses. Then it hits the crescendo, and he has timed his flexing to the music, and uh, Dana has appreciated that. Woo! Yeah! Woo! 
reckon when your brothers saw you on a panel show for the second time in three weeks last month, there was a bit of that. <laughs> no, I think quite the opposite, actually. Fielding phone calls going, nah, it must be a different one. <laughs> he, uh, her brother looks very much alive at this stage. Um, wonder what wonder what muscle men think of being killed off in their siblings' imagination for a lowly cigarette. <laughs> what would he make of that, especially being a muscle man? Well, maybe the thought of her being arrested for having a dart and kicking someone helps him through those last few reps. Oh, yeah, perhaps. Good on her. Good on him. Good on everyone. <laughs> So she got nothing. Well, nothing. What's more, Dana is, guess what her, her occupation, she's a Montessori teacher. So I wonder what the Montessori movement make of this sort of behaviour. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. One of their mantras, freedom within limits. <laughs> what's the Montessori, what's their thing versus a Steiner? What are they? Is it all ah, learning same, same outside? Same, got onto it earlier. Uh, they've got a, yeah. They get a better proprietary limited uh, um, <laughs> business plan where their exposure is not, you know, they don't have personal exposure. Um, Montessori, what do you make of Montessori? The non trademarked education system that lets the children decide what they're interested in and then they can pursue knowledge at their leisure. Yeah. Well, Might have been all right 100 years ago, but the crushing majority of children now are interested in doing fuck all and or the internet. <laughs> a bit different to 1900. Yeah, if you if you think letting people choose whatever they want to do will lead them to a better level of education, just look at adults during lockdown. I'm on lockdown six here, and uh, I've learned fuck all. I don't know anything. Oh, yeah. You can you can give me as much time as you want. I I need to work to a deadline. People default to fuck all. That's why there's so much fatness. Um, plus Montessori, in theory, a good system. I don't want to be unfair. Um, Traditional Anglo education has a fair bit to answer for, but but like all things, Montessori's just been hijacked by the ambitious yet again. And any old charlatan can set up a school and call it Montessori. It's Bikram all oh. over again, <laughs> without the perversion. Kids Bikram, yeah. <laughs> so what? You just set it up and you do your two day course. Yeah, Good to I go. wouldn't think even that. Uh, Montessori. I've been looking into it a bit. I know it's a trendy thing, especially for Melbourne inner city types to get away from something. It's um, it's pretty much just a perpetual kindergarten. Twelve years oh. of it, by the look of things. <laughs> so, learn what you want when you want. Yeah, tends to be primarily for primary, but they've fucking nightmare. Imagine injecting a Montessori kid into a normal high school after them just doing what the fuck they want for seven, oh. six, seven years, or just life when they're let out. Well, yeah, big bad world is just that. Yeah. I understand a lot of like regular high school time is wasted on shit you're never going to use later. But there, again, there's a middle ground between Pythagoras's theorem and you pick whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know? I think like it's a lot easier to discover too. In Dana's case, there's um, you know, you know when you find out something about your teacher and go fucking cool. Like now, internet, pretty easy to find out about them. They could, I don't know if Montessori kids get the internet. They're not those ones with beards and no moustaches. They're allowed to have technology. They they could just find out that she's been bad on a plane. Well, any of my mates that are teachers, they don't have social media. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Especially after they've punched an air marshal. They tend to shut it down. You can still make the news in your own fucking name, though. 
you reckon Montessori they they're fine to give the abusive Christmas cards to the teacher? I, fu- I fucking love you, ho. Yeah. At the end of the year, <laughs> top job, bitch. That's one of their philosophies. <laughs> we yes. saw when I was about fifteen. There was um one of our teachers appeared in People magazine. Oh, jeez. Brilliant. I mean, that's the old school way of finding out that your teacher's a bit of a grub. Who was the who was the kid with the early beard sent to the milk bar that day? Oh yeah, go get themselves. <laughs> I think people were just getting their dad's stuff. They, you know, truckies, trucky stop stuff. Yeah, just go in and buy it. Whatever, no one cared. <laughs> it's the eighties. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid Flight Brawl. Neither of us have gigs coming up, but LukeHeggy.com, you can get all your specials, Heggy. Yes, still plenty in stock, overstocked, underpriced. Fuck yeah. You've got uh, Cooter Knights, your uh, Fort Jocks. Oh, yeah. Hot Cooter Knights, still available. Got a box full in the cupboard. Cooter Knights. Hot Cooter Knights. They're fucking great. Get on there. Patreon.com slash Brawl. Support the show. Get extra content. It's pretty straightforward. Thanks for everyone. Uh, that has helped out and uh, keeping the lights on here at MFB HQ. Uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. See ya. Whoa. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 